We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 26, 2019. And in the third part, we're going to be playing an audio clip from the May 21st Ted and Austin radio show, Doc, uh, Ted Brower. And uh, some of the, the subjects he's going to talk about is the Delphi technique is being used repeatedly against the U.S. population. What is it? He's going to define that. Uh, also, Trump urges people to share internet censor censorship stories. This is a Delphi technique. And Bilderberg wants to require virtual passport to control internet usage. I mean, that'll be game over if they can implement anything like that, obviously, for anybody in alternative media. Uh, and then why the illegal immigration won't go away. Migrants continue to kill. Well, you mean the illegal alien invaders that continue to kill. Christians need to wake up. So let's go ahead and roll this. About to step into another dimension. It's almost about to be like the twilight zone. Mark my words on this. In the next couple of years, look at what we've seen over the last three to four years with free speech. It's borderline almost all but dissolved. Now we have Zuckerberg coming out now and prepping the population that government is now going to come in and regulate free speech social media platforms in determining what is acceptable and unacceptable, even if it's not illegal, what they deem people can say and not say on social media platforms. This is troubling, but this is a clear... So you have the Luciferians and the Satanists and the... And the most degenerate devils on planet earth are the ones that are giving us all morality lessons on what correct speech must be and anything that deviates outside that is banned and censored and you know demonetized and this type of stuff cut sign of what we're about to see in the near future and everybody needs to understand we have to start being more boisterous about this we have to start taking a stand and being more vocal about what is going on right now that is why we appreciate everyone that forwards our show to one another we appreciate the support for health masters this has to get out on the open media and start looking at what's really going on as pamela geller said so succinctly in this beginning of this article being offended is essential in a pluralistic free society if a group will not bear being offended without resorting to violence that group will rule unopposed while everyone else lives in fear while other <clears throat> groups curtail their activities to appease the violent group very well said that are you with us again yeah, I'm here, buddy. I mean, you know, just tell me know if I'm pixelating. If I am, I'll have to back out. But I've got a bunch. No, you of sound good right now. You sound good. Okay. Yeah, I had to, I'm parked in front of a McDonald's. If you can believe that. <laughs> just like. The... Okay. First of all, Zuckerberg is CIA, New World Order, Rothschild. Let me tell you how this works for the new listeners. We, the people of the United States, have lost our electoral government. It doesn't exist anymore. It's been bought up and paid for and blackmailed. We have given control of our country to our elected officials. They have basically squandered that control. It has been taken over by the industrial, which is ruled completely the CIA, which is ruled completely from the international tells Rothschild satanic group, which they're going to tie us into a D-wave computer and tie us into an interdimensional network with Lucifer. That's the goal of the New World Order. Now, the problem they've run into 
is Zuckerberg is a CIA Rothschild cutout, and he's doing exactly what he's been told to do. If you ever watched the movie on how Facebook was started, he completely defrauded his partner who started Facebook. The government saw it. He was they were and he basically was funded via the government via the CIA. They basically are being so we have this shadow government that's controlling us. Right now, there's an article that just came out yesterday. It said, Bilderberg elites, you will need a virtual passport to use the Internet. Censorship and the abolition of free speech. This is what it's saying there. In June of 2016, prior to the current social media purge, Bilderberg elites discussed implementing an Internet ID in Dresden, Germany. The Bilderberger Group has served as a secretive gathering of the world elites for decades. It is part of the CFR expansion of the League of Nations expansion, the United Nations expansion, control of the Sabbatine Kambalas, control through Israel. Just to what it is. Decisions made at the meetings are often implemented by attendees working to establish a new world order. And Paul, Paul Joseph Watson reported at the 26th meeting of the Bilderbergers, according to our source, the creation of a virtual passport that web users will need to obtain before they can use many Internet services is high on the agenda for the Bilderberg and the Rothschilds. Now, this is what's going on. Under the Obama administration, a national Internet ID was proposed. Okay, It said that President Obama was planning to hand the U.S. Commerce Department authority over a forthcoming cybersecurity effort to create an Internet ID for Americans to control access to the Internet. Now, I'm going to step one further now. Donald Trump is coming in, and he is saying that he is basically going in. Now, this is from Breitbart. Now, this, this by the way, this... This is a lie. Everything here is a lie. I'm going to tell you what they're doing here in just a second. So don't don't get don't get hope going on what Trump is saying. Breitbart exclusive. President Trump needs your help to counter big tech censorship deniers. So he's calling on the people in the United States now who have been censored to contact him via the White House or via his tweeters or whatever he wants to do it to let him know that he's been censored. The White House is asking Americans to share their personal stories of censorship and bias on social media. Predictably, liberals don't seem interested in believing these victims. The appeal was announced on Wednesday and includes a tool to monitor big tech censorship. This is welcome news for conservatives and anyone concerned about the trend of censorship by the giant social media and search engine companies. It's proof positive that Donald Trump is very serious. This is a lie. This is a lie. He's lying right now about stopping the suppression of conservative speech on social media or and has alluded to it in a recent tweet where he added social media and fake news media together with their partner, the Democratic Party, have no idea the problems they are causing for themselves. Very unfair. What he's doing is he's conducting a group meeting. This is based on Delphi technique. Okay, And what they're doing is they're basically controlling the narrative through the Delphi technique. Now, the Delphi technique was set up and established years ago through the Rand Corporation. See, we have more and more, we're seeing citizens being invited to participate in various forms of meetings, councils, boards, or discussions to help determine public policy in one field or another. They are supposedly being included to get input from the public to help the officials make final decisions on taxes, education, community growth, Internet censorship, or whatever the particular topic is. This is not what they are doing. You are being manipulated. You will find that somebody's going to be used to designate as to facilitate the meeting. That's going to be Trump, or he'll hire somebody with the Commerce Department or whatever. Supposedly, the job of the facilitator is to be neutral and a non-directing helper to see that the meeting of these content flows smoothly. 
And what Trump is doing and what whoever he appoints is doing is there for the exact opposite reason, to see that the conclusions reached during the meeting are in accord with a plan already decided upon those who call the meeting, which is Internet censorship. This process is used to facilitate the meeting. It's called the Delphi Technique. This Delphi technique was developed by the RAND Corporation for the U.S. Department of Defense back in the 1950s as part of the MK Ultra program to control the groupthink of the American population. It was originally intended for use as a psychological weapon during the Cold War. However, it was soon recognized that the steps of the Delphi could be very valuable in manipulating any, I mean, you hear that, friends? Any meeting, any group discussion towards a predetermined end. Trump is being used to use Delphi technique on the population in America by saying, hey, patriots, let me know what's going on. Write me a letter. Tell me what's going on and what that does. Is it the function of the consumer or the person that's been censored into believing that something's going to be done? This is more QBS. That's all this is. Q is a Delphi technique. And it's being used to direct the course of the narrative. And they tell you over and over again, don't worry, don't worry. This will be taken care of. There won't be Internet censorship. There won't be anything. Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And yet they're not planning on doing anything. The Bilderbergers are part of the CFR, are part of the Rothschild banking cartel, are, count, are part of the blood families that rule the planet, have already decided that we can't be allowed to have this show on the air we can't be allowed to have free Internet access. Now, guys, we have to fight this with every strength of our abilities. We can't allow ourselves to be lulled back into sleep. This is a lull technique from Trump is doing. I'm telling you right now, I'm passing laws right now to stop illegal immigration. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be sending these illegals back to Mexico, back to Honduras, back to Central America, back to Africa, where they came from. I'm telling you right now, don't worry, something big is coming. We're sending them all back. It's all crap. Mm-hmm. He has no intentions of doing any of that. This is all Delphi technique training that he's been taught to do, that he's reading a script from to calm everybody back down. The Donald, the Donald, the Donald. I'm so sick and nauseous of these pastors who won't see what he's doing and how he's doing it. Oh, Donald Trump's just messing with the media. He just tells them how much he loves you know, gay guys and queers. He doesn't really mean that. Sure he means that. He was a hard, he's a Kabbalist, friends. Like it or not, that's what he is. He's following the Kabbalah teachings of Jared Kushner. I'm surprised he doesn't have a red string around his wrist. All right, he's with, he's with Jared, with Shabbat, with the Kabbalah, and all of the stuff that they teach. This is mind control. The Delphi technique is being used as mass mind control with Q. This is from the Rand Corporation from the 50s. And with him telling you it's going to be taken care of at the borders, while they bring in tens of thousands of people every single week and transport them being military surplus, turn them loose into the population. I've got a question to ask you, Mr. Trump, since you can't seem to stop lying. Here's the question. You're turning hundreds of thousands, millions of people loose into the United States. They're not being monitored. They're not wearing ankle bracelets. They're running around. Do you really think when you send a pickup truck or a the bus to their neighborhood to say, okay, all the illegals get back on the bus. We're sending you back to the hellhole you came from so you can eat from the garbage dumps again. Do you really think they're going to show up? It's so stupid that the American patriot community and American Christians in particular want to believe this stuff. Trump has no intentions on sending illegal aliens back. If he did, he would not be sending them all over the country. He has no intentions of stopping Internet censorship or he'd be signing executive orders to do that. It's all a lie. 
It's all being controlled through the CIA. What did Brennan say? We'll know that we've done our job at the CIA with everything that every American believes is a lie. What a bunch of sick blankety blanks these people are that they really feel they can say this stuff. The problem is there's enough of us out there that are wide awake and we know what's going on and we're trying to tell the rest of you guys. Like, you know, you guys are trying to share the show with people. I'm so over all of these people in the United States getting, I'm talking Patriot News now, getting caught up in what's going on with the Patriots based upon what Fox News says. It's all a bunch of lies. They don't care about you. They want to take you, they want to take your internet freedoms away. They want to take your life away. They want to take your First Amendment speech away. And they want to completely fill every community in the United States with third world refugees so they can control the narrative and control the country and bankrupt the United States through Cloward and Piven. This is Frankfurt School on steroids watching the CIA implement it through Operation MK Ultra. And we're sitting here believing this stuff because we've been so dumbed down on fluoride and GMOs and artificial sweeteners that we think we can do it, that, that they can do whatever they want to do and it's okay. Guys, we need to all wake up. Austin, what do you think? That was really well said. And I mean, there's no doubt about it. And I've heard a lot of the reports too. They're like, well, so I saw a lot of the migrants that they release, they put ankle bracelets on. I don't know if everybody's seen those before. I've seen people that have, you know, they've been on probation. They have ankle bracelets. They, A, are not hard at all to cut through if you want to cut them off. B, there isn't even anywhere near the amount of manpower to handle the fact when you have hundreds of thousands of migrants that cut their ankle bracelets off. Let's just be real about that. They're not going to send people out to go find ankle bracelets and trash cans around town. The ankle bracelets are useless. That's why they stopped using a lot of them, and they just give them a, a basically a court date for a year or two. Because I've heard a lot of people say, well, they're pretty anchored bracelets on all of them. We're getting over 100,000 migrants that are coming to the border right now. Breitbart, I think, just said in estimation they're expecting at minimum 850,000 migrants at the southern border to be apprehended by Border Patrol this year alone. This year alone. That's what they're estimating. They expect that it's going to end up being higher, but that's what they're estimating. So if you take 850,000 people just this year alone and you put ankle bracelets on them, how do you possibly plan on monitoring all of them? A, the infrastructure isn't there to pick that many people up when they cut their ankle bracelets. B, do you have how much money you're spending? Those ankle bracelet monitors are not cheap. I've seen all that stuff. Anytime the government buys anything, they pay top dollar for it, even if it's garbage. It's just what they do with contracts. So we're spending money on it. Well, just to bring up this topic even further now, since Dad basically opened this you know, bag of worms again, I'm going I'm to really shock you guys right now. You guys know yesterday, how I talked about the Santez has basically been pitching a fit over here in Florida because Homeland Security has now said they're going to start flying in at minimum a thousand illegals from the border into Florida to be basically redistributed among the population. And Santez is okay. <clears throat> so he goes on a, on a long rant about the illegal alien uh, situation as well. There's just so much to cover that. If you want to know more, I give you the link here. You can listen to the whole thing. And we're going to get back to the illegal alien invasion as well. Now, continuing further, contrary to so much false reporting, 5G has not been canceled by Trump, nor its harmful effects, harmful effects have been eliminated because that's impossible. Evidently, there's rumors, and obviously you, you would think that as much is coming out about 5G on how horrific it is, that they're going to try, they're going to use a massive disinformation campaign. And uh, evidently they're doing that. Here's a map um, on the, in the PDF here for uh, 
Again, it's May 26, 2019 at truth.com. The various carriers have promised 5G deployments in cities around the country. This map shows some of the announce, announced locations. And um, so you kind of seeing just the, the initial rollout of the 5G. And I guess these are more the supercells where they're really going to be concentrated. Uh, State of the Nation has received numerous emails from our extremely concerned 5G audience about YouTubers who have been saying that President Trump canceled 5G. <laughs> Please. He did not cancel 5G. He, and he has been the nation's biggest promoter of this technology platform, you know, since it's really its inception because of what it really means in the escalation, escalating competition with China. In point of fact, all the major big telecom providers are in a race to see who can deploy 5G quicker than their competitors. Not only that, but Trump himself has on several occasions portrayed himself as an unabashed 5G supporter. We've given you all those quotes. He has even deputized Javanka, who is, it's Jared Kushner and Ivanka. That's the, the, their hybrid, okay? They're both referred to as Javanka, which I like, to assist with the U.S. federal government piece of the 5G rollout. So, Jared Kushner, the possible forerunner, if not the Antichrist, possible. He's, he's um, Shabbat Lubavitch, Kabbalah, uh, Kabbalah, high-level Kabbalist. He's entrusted Jared Kushner and Ivanka for the 5G, the federal government's piece of the 5G rollout. So that it's in good hands. We, we know that at least. Both Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump have played integral roles in coordinating the government's part in this nakedly unlawful rollout. Not only that, but Trump has said that he cannot wait for 6G and then even 7G. Why not a million G? State of the Nation has previously addressed this deadly serious matter in an open letter to Trump. And here's, here's a copy of it. 5G rollout catastrophe, an open letter to President Donald Trump. It's in the PDF here. Truly, there are so many examples of indisputable evidence about the ongoing 5G rollout across America that to, de to deny it is a product of extreme self-deception, which is often the result of a lifelong addiction to deception in general. Well, it's kind of the normal. I hate to say that, but in today's day and age, it really is. Much more importantly for the American people is that such an absurd collective denial will create the circumstances fit for future devastation of the 5G calamity to transpire across the USA. We're talking about a continuous cataclysmic event on the on an order of magnitude many times greater than the 911 attacks. Uh, here's a report says the 5G rollout is Trump's 9/11. Now that this is a deliberate no 5G psyop has been exposed. Now that that's been exposed, what's critical for everyone to understand is where the actual rollout is taking place at this very moment which are as follows and here there are links here i'm not going to go into them but you can click on them more cities just added to at&t's 5g rollout list for 2019 and then another link these are cities with 5g or getting 5g in 2019 um, now that we have that settled let's take a much closer look at the emerging 5g super hot spots so this is where you really can go to get annihilated by 5g the super hot spots now as i reported and i just uh I heard another interview with uh, Glenn Kennedy and Stu Webb last night, and uh, they were going over. Stu Webb was the one that, that interviewed that girl that that lives just on that one street in, um, I think it's Berkeley, California, 
and all the women that she knows on the street are getting double periods that last 10 days and are worse than childbirth. And they're covering it up. They're not letting the news get out. They're not letting it get into the news stream at all. They've got to cover this up. Um, so this is going on and they don't show any signs of backing off. I mean, hey, if they're willing to incinerate people with dues weapons in their house and incinerate them, you know, from above with the dues weapons and California fires and have no, you know, conscience about it, there's really not a whole lot they're not going to do is the whole point here. Uh, let's see. Let's go further here. Um, for those of those who lack the awareness who have yet to educate themselves about the new pervasive Wi-Fi electro, Wi-Fi electro pollution, the link below breaks down the swiftly unfolding 5G super hotspot crisis. And it's, and again, it's just a link you can click on. I'm just more like a liaison here with these reports because there's so much they're, they're adding. There's so many other links they're putting in here. If you want to research any of these separately, you can do that. And I give you this information, but it's entitled 5G super hotspots. You better know where these kill zones are located. So there's a link there if you want to research that. In light of these grim realities, it is, it is, it really is necessary for every concerned resident of the 50 states to know their hometown real well, wherever wherever 5G has been publicized as being activated. Which brings us back to the purpo purposeful disinformation campaign on the internet that's putting out this dangerously misleading information. So many folks here, now he's, they're writing from the Sunshine State, Florida, who have climbed on board of the Stop 5G in Florida movement, and there's a link to that, have expressed grave concern about other types of fake news regarding this rollout. Even many in alternative media websites have published utterly ridiculous articles stating that Team Trump has ensured that the 5G used in the United States will be stripped of any destructive electromagnetic frequencies and harmful microwave radiation, which is a total lie. These ignorant agents of the deep state are that clueless about the very definition of 5G platform as it has been fastidiously developed as a fifth generation of cellular network technology that provides broadband, broadband access. In other words, it's the significantly higher EMF ranges and stronger microwave radiation output that constitute the much more powerful 5G energy grid, which absolutely is necessary to power up the Internet of Things. Which brings us to the real reasons for this military deployment of 5G throughout the country. Please watch the video below for this further edification. Now, this video is a long video. It's over an hour. I'm just going to play the first few minutes, a little over the first few minutes. It's, it's entitled, 5G Weaponry, Microwave Radiation Technology Being Deployed as Depopulation Warfare, Full Spectrum Dominance, and Total Human Control. It's a nice, light-hearted, uh, whimsical title there. important to understand what the 5G is doing and what they say it's doing. We're told on the IEEE beam forming document that this technology cooked your eyes like eggs in World War II. So this 5G technology cooked your eyes like eggs in World War II. So people with, you know, eye problems and this type of stuff, you know, this is only going to exacerbate that. I mean... <laughs> I basically got one eye, so, I mean, or one functional eye, so, yeah, they're, they're coming after our, our eyes, I think, on a lot of different level levels, and this is one of the main ones they're, they're using. And you all need to understand, these 
are military weapons. These are assault frequencies. If you garner nothing more than that, that's what you need to know. It's microwave radiation warfare. This is what this is. Again, th this would this would factor into you know having potentially the uh, the EMF sleep canopies that you sleep under um, to uh, block. Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to block all of it, but it will block, I believe, the vast majority of with the smart meters and the 5G. Now, again, uh, when 5G kicks in fully. Uh, you know, you'd have to do, you'd have to take uh, energy readings from inside the canopy and outside to know how much is actually being blocked because I think that's going to be a whole other level magnitude of, um, of energy that they're pumping out. And um, it's just something to think about, something to potentially pray about. Now, again, this film is um, an hour and seven, uh, basically an hour and 18 minutes long. And so I'm just going to play, you know, a couple more minutes so you have kind of a little bit of an idea of what it talks about. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming to the National Press Club Federal Communications Commission Chairman Tom Wheeler. It's an honor uh, to be here um, at the National Press Club. The first generation wireless, 1G, was voice. The second generation, 2G, allowed both talk and text. The third generation, 3G, the internet, in a limited way. And today's technology, 4G, completed that digital migration. But if anyone tells you that they know the details of what 5G is going to become, run the other way. This video is brought to you by the number five and the letter G. And pretty soon, everything else will be too. I have to tell people, 5G is a killer. I'm Mark Steele. Anybody who hasn't heard me, I'm a weapon systems head-up display expert, one of the leading experts in the world. I've actually brought cover in relation to this, and the reason I became an expert was because I invent them. What I'm going to say to you today, do not believe a single word I say. Not one. I want you to do your own research. You'll find it's absolutely terrifying. So he's saying do your own research, don't believe anything I'm saying, 5G is a killer. I am. Oh, good lot, mate, because I can talk to that. This 5G rollup is a weapon system. I've got a letter and we set up government because I know about weapon systems more than anything other. In uh, Britain, in a place in the uh, north of England called Gateshead, uh, a scientist there called Mark Steele has been um, very publicly and actively warning people about the effects of LED streetlights, which he says 
in Gateshead are emitting now 5G. So it shows this conf confrontation with this. The, evidently, the LED streetlights are actually putting out 5G as well. They gotta, you know, they just gotta kill us off every way they can. Is really what this all boils down to. And Trump's fully complicit and on board with all of this. And this is why I will not give him a pass on anything anymore. Uh, not, not even a little bit. He's fully on board with this. He's doing nothing to stop any of it. And um, I'm going to expose him as, as long as I can keep exposing him and the devils that uh, are controlling him and this government and this satanic situation that we find ourselves in. Uh, so many of the same folks who claim 5G has been canceled have also claimed that the chemtrails were terminated by President Trump. Now, you've got to really be on a whole other level of brain dead to believe the chemtrailing program has been terminated when you can look up in the sky and see them spraying every day. You know? Um, not only has this not occurred, the chemtrail spraying across the USA has, has gotten worse than it ever was even before when Trump, Trump took office. The incessant chemtrails have gotten so bad that our sister site published this open letter to the president, which is entitled, If President Trump is really in charge, then why are the chemtrails worse than ever? As further proof that the chemtrail geoengineering regime has substantially intensified since Trump's election, catastrophic weather events have likewise increased uh, in number and severity. See, all of this is tied together. You've got the next red Doppler ultrasound, working with the chemtrails, working now with the 5G, probably working with HARP, probably working with scalar weapons. You've got all of these things working together, all these different wicked evil technologies that, you know, they're, they're working together to bring about our demise, essentially. In fact, there's been so many weather-related disasters and so much climate chaos that every region of the nation has undergone a unique type of devastation. For example, these are different reports they put out. Hurricane Michael, a geoengineered superstorm targeting Tallahassee in the Florida Panhandle. Why? Um, they give you the answer there. Then Operation Torch California, a special report on the firestorm tear operation. I imagine that's about all the dues, weapons that are incinerating people in their houses. And then weather warfare, Midwest flooding catastrophic caused by the same geoengineering scheme as the great flood of 1993 so there's no question that the chemtrail operation they've amped up nationwide especially in the capital cities like tallahassee florida um and they have an article here that says they're putting the chemtrails on super steroids what's really strange about these various information plots is that the people everywhere can look up and see the chemtrails sprayed in real time they can then watch the chem clouds form as they're forecasted perfectly in a sunny day is rapidly transformed into overcast via a chem cloud cover from horizon to horizon. There's one last reason why the deployment of 5G continues unabated, and that is Israel. Well, really the synagogue of Satan. Kabbalistic. Shabbat Lubavitch, Jared Kushner types, and Benjamin Netanyahu Israel is what they're in reference to. The state-of-the-art 5G technology was developed in Israel. President Trump has a very special relationship with Israel and is unusually close, close with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Bibi, as he is known to many, is no friend of the American people, as we can see from his own words. I think I read this quote last time, but it's a link that Prime Minister Netanyahu speaks candidly about the Israel's true intentions towards America, and it's basically to destroy it and suck it dry and annihilate it. Uh, when one considers the fact that Israel has banned 5G and that they pres presently utilize only 3G, a 3G grid, it begs the question, why? Well, because they're 
you know, to a certain extent, trying to protect their own people. And they don't want it done to them. Here's why 5G is not allowed in Israel, where it was developed. And there's a whole link or report to that. Conclusion. When the FCC approved the 5G national deployment and did so in a manner that state, county, and city governments cannot stop it, you know this government corporate juggernaut has been set in motion by forces much greater than the White House. After all, the chemtrails are sp still being sprayed like never before in broad daylight. Why, pray tell, would the same per perpetrators discontinue the 5G rollout? Of much greater importance, however, is the proven fact that 5G has never been sufficiently tested for safety or adverse health effects. The rigorous testing that has been conducted has provided much irrefutable evidence showing just how perilous this technology really is for both humanity and the biosphere. Perhaps it's time for every community in America to, to launch their own lawsuits that will piggyback on this vital anti-5G legal initiative, and there's a link, 5G rollout facing $1 trillion class action lawsuit. Yeah, well, may God bless that, <laughs> for sure. Um, and then here's just a, a, a recent tweet from Trump, uh, which I entitled, Trump sounds just like Q now, big talk but no results. And he said, all people that are illegally coming into the United States will now be removed from our country at a later date. A later date. Yeah, that later date's never. As we build up our own removal forces, as the laws are changed. Right. But you did everything you, you can do in your power to incentivize them coming in in every way, shape, and form. And I've went over all the, the legislation he signed. But yet you're going to remove them as the laws are changed. Even though you've made laws and signed into law things that incentivize them to come into this country to a greater extent than, than we've ever known or seen under any other president. Please do not make yourselves too comfortable. You will be leaving soon. What a lie from the pit of hell. He is a devil from the pit of hell. That is what Trump is. A fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell because by their fruits ye shall know them. He's a tool of Satan. At this point, I'm not saying he didn't do some good stuff when he first got in, but we're way beyond that now. We're way beyond that now. And again, maybe he's been cloned. Maybe he's, uh, I've, I've heard one thing where he took what they call, quote, the genetic, the DNA modifications. Whatever that means, where he's not fully human anymore. And now he's really playing ball for them. You know, maybe he's being super, super blackmailed. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of different scenarios. The fact remains is all of that to me is kind of irrelevant. I'm looking at his actions. And his actions are that he is the right-hand man of Satan right now in order to deceive and delude the conservative masses so that they will stay asleep. And all the stuff with him arguing about with Nancy Pelosi and this and that, and all of that is designed to put you back to sleep because you, so many people look at that and they say, well, if Trump really was bad... The, the deep the the uh, the left wouldn't be trying to impeach him so bad and they wouldn't be trying to go after him so bad he, he mustn't be bad all of it is theater though designed to put the conservatives in in all of the people that supported him back to sleep next report homeland security report says that trump has built now i don't know if it, the, the first report was 1.7 miles of wall then they came out and they said, well, no, we, we, we miscalculated. It's 20 miles of wall now, okay? And as, but I really, really haven't seen it's actually 20. 
the 1.7 seemed to be more accurate to me. But I'll report on this 20 and has funding for another 316 miles, despite White House claims that it's on track for 500 by next year. But see, it's not going to matter because the, the, they're coming in by the millions. Even if they ever did get a wall built, it, it would be too late. It already pretty much is too late with the way they're coming in. And there's no way they're going to build it quick enough. Although they could do that. They, they could do tomorrow. They could start implementing things. They could undo this legislation. They could take all of these illegal aliens that they've got right now put them right back over into the Mexico where they came from. They could use all kind of repulsion techniques where they couldn't come in. You could put troops at the border. And I don't even mean killing everybody. I'm just saying, you know. And But that won't be done. They're ushering them in. Like an Uber service. Well known. But again, it's on track for 500 miles by next year. Even if they did that, which they're not going to do. It's not going to stop anything. Or it's going to very greatly minimize, or it's going to be like a drop in the bucket compared to what actually has to be done. U.S. Customs and Border Protection report dated Monday shows that the Trump administration has only completed 20 miles of border wall in its first 28 months. So that's less than a mile a month. You know, it's like, what, 0.8 miles a month? Remember, build that wall, the cornerstone of his whole campaign. About eight-tenths of a mile per month for every month he's been in office. Man, I mean, that's getting, that is seriously getting results, you know. That's hope and change we can all believe in. Come on now. CBP has a funding plan in place for 336 more miles, including money from Congress, repurposed funds from Treasury Department, forfeitures, and the Pentagon Project. Oh, wow. A letter to a federal judge from the House of Representatives' top lawyer on Tuesday says last year's congressional appropriation bill bought just 1.7 miles. Now, that may be the more accurate amount that's been actually built. One point, it's somewhere between 20 miles and 1.7 that's been built with all these billions of dollars that have been spent there. Yeah. See what a farce this is? You know, I, I, I don't, <laughs> if I never did another broadcast, I hope you'd be, you'd hope, I hope you'd be convinced on what Trump actually is at this point. And there's so much I haven't even went over yet because I haven't been able to get, have time to get to it. A large majority of the wall construction under contract from the Army Corps of Engineers is for replacements where the barriers already existed. <laughs> so, I mean. Yeah, that's all it is. At this rate, Trump's wall will take 2,000 years and $20 trillion. If we extrapolate this out to finally get her done. At the rate he's going, was it point, point eight, uh, eight tenths of a mile per month? I believe that's what they're basing this off. Trump's wall will take only 2,000 years and $20 trillion. That's all. Getting her done. Letting her rip, tater chip. You know? I like a man of action. He's keeping his campaign promises. I went over the 10 campaign promises he broke. Alipax put that out. Just about the wall alone. About the border alone. 
He's a liar. He's the liar in chief. I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. Hold it back. I'm not going to say he's a good man. I'm not going to say any of that. I'm not. A tree is known by its fruit. If he's being blackmailed, whatever. This is way bigger than him or his family. You know? I don't believe that's the case. I believe he's been owned by the Jewish Kabbalistic Mafia for decades at this point. They've got, yes, they've got him blackmailed to the hilt, no doubt. No doubt. But I believe he's fully on board with all of this. And all of this other stuff you're seeing, all of this supposed infighting, Trump's going to do this and Trump's going to do that, and all the cute stuff that keeps coming out, and all these other, all it is is distractions in theater to placate his base. This is just one of the reports that broke this week. El Paso man calls 911 when mob of my, of illegal alien invaders climb wall into yard and no one responds. This is just going to be the norm. So this guy, he was sitting on his porch late night when a mob of illegal immigrants came waltzing down the street. The homeowner said he lives three miles from the border uh, and typically doesn't see illegal immigrants coming through this neighborhood because it's a more of a protected area, I guess. And... He called 911 to report the encounter, but no one bothered to show up, he said. He said, this is one of the more secure areas. You don't have this kind of stuff here at night, he said. Well, you better start believing it's going to be way more like that. For them to all of a sudden come out in a mob like that, that surprised that surprised me. I counted from that little group 15 or 20. And then shortly after that, another 10. And that's just one little spot in El Paso. So here's another report. I'm going to go ahead and play from uh, Dave Hodges and Paul Martin. It's called Stranger Things in Laramie. Well, Paul Martin is no stranger to you. We seem we have breaking stories constantly. And he's right in the heart of high-level activity in northern Colorado and southern Wyoming. I hope uh, my friend Jill up in Wheatland is listening. Uh, Jill, you're not going to believe this story, and she lives in Wyoming, and uh, wow, this is going to be an incredible story. Paul, welcome. Um, you told me this today. I almost fell out of my car driving down the road. Um, let's get right down to it. What's going on, my friend? Well, our, our good uh, Laramie connection that's gave us a lot of information, sent pictures, and mm-hmm. and. Um, here in the past uh, came to see me and uh, he has a friend that works in a clinic in Laramie and all of a sudden a lot of Saudis and Kuwaitis are showing up in Laramie, Wyoming of all places on the planet. I didn't know they did rodeo in Kuwait and Saudi Arabia. I don't think they do but anyway they're showing their IDs at the clinic and and uh, their national IDs. They're, you know, they have their turbans and headdress on and stuff like that. But what was more disturbing, what he told me, was that in and around Laramie, there are flyers. There are Starbucks and there are stores in different places around Laramie, and these are NSA flyers. Hmm. And they are they are promoting teaching Arabic to K through 12 schools. Paul, let me, stop, let me stop you just for a second, okay? Let me play devil's advocate because at the risk of sounding xenophobic and prejudice against all people from the Middle East and their language and customs and religion, 
what's wrong with that? Why shouldn't our kids learn Arabic like we teach Mandarin, Chinese, or Spanish? Well, it could be because they may want all of our kids to speak Arabic. Mm-hmm. Let's go a little. Let's go one step further with that. I, I, I'm hearing what you're saying. You're thinking someday it's going to be mandated. Is that where you're going with this? Well, oddly enough, after he saw the flyers at a Starbucks and started doing a little more sniffing and snooping, uh, he got on uh, one of his. He's got some really unique software, and uh, they're also promoting the same thing up in Massachusetts. Oh, really? Yes, isn't that interesting? Yeah, Pocahontas uh, haunts up there. Yeah, um, and I'm referring to the uh, fake claims by uh, to be Native American by Senator Elizabeth. I want to be your president, Warren. Who will? She said she'd take money from the rich at gunpoint, <laughs> and I believe her. Um, Paul, this is an amazing story. Um, I'm going to throw a, a monkey wrench in here, okay? Because I'm, I'm going to I'm making trouble here, Paul, for you. I'm sorry. I'm just in that cantankerous mood. But here we go. FM 39.4, which refers to FEMA camps. Army Field Manual is what this is. And people like Doug Hagman and how many others have reported on this for years. And what it says in there is eventually foreign partners will be trained to man the FEMA camps. Oh, God, I hate to go here, Paul, but I can't help myself. I want you to tell me how full of crap I am when I make the next statement. Well, well, could some of these people be Islamist, and they want you to be able to understand an Arabic language so that you can follow orders? Yeah, that's what I'm, where I'm going. And I think there could be severe it. consequences on the other end. Do you remember when Georgia tried to pass a law about guillotines and beheadings? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't have the law in front of me, but um, uh, when we talk about partners in FEMA camps that will be foreigners, and they're mandating the speaking of Arabic in schools, sounds like they're almost demanding it. And... It sounds like a beta test in Cheyenne as well as in uh, Massachusetts. I'm a little suspicious. If someone came to me and I'm a school board member in Laramie and said, you know, I think it's a good idea that we teach our kids Arabic. And I'd say, what's your rationale for that? And if they could give me a decent one, I'd say, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Mandarin, Chinese, Spanish, German. Yeah, good idea. It'll enrich our kids' opportunities. But you're saying they want this universal K through 12, right? That's what the flyer said. Wow. Well, do you know, I've had a number in my teachings, um, I've had a number of students from foreign countries, and they all spoke excellent English. And to a student, regardless of the country, they took eight years of English. You're talking here 13 years of demand to learn Arabic. And probably learn how to read it, too, I would imagine. Well, that's part of the language. It's speaking and writing. And 
and, and you also learn to integrate the cultural aspects. When my son took Spanish in his second year, his teacher, who's a dear, dear friend of ours, um, she was at his baby shower and stuff, and she and I go way, way back together as good friends. But they, she took her students, and, and she was so innovative. But she took them to a Spanish stand where they only spoke Spanish, and they had to order Spanish food in Spanish and understand the nuances and the context. And it was a great activity. My son absolutely loved it. That's what you get with language. And you got 13 years here. Why? It's not like the Muslim population is so large in America like the Hispanic population where learning Spanish is really a good idea given how many Latinos live in the country and are Spanish fluent. But what about Arabic? What could be the possible reason since the numbers don't mandate that we'd make it universal for all students in a school district. Well, you know, you put that article up about the uh, Islamic terror camp down in Alabama, and we know there's camps all over the country. Yes. And that's just what we know about. I mean, we have no idea mm -hmm. of how many have come across the border. I could tell you what a Border Patrol guy told me on Sunday. He thinks millions. He thinks since um, last fall, millions have crossed the border. Yep, millions. Oh, I so, believe it. I mean, there's there's an article I read at work tonight. There, there. Remember, we're always going to get underblown statistics if you're relying on the government in any way, shape, or form. So they've already brought in this voter block. Like I said, the damage is probably it's probably already too far gone. Even even if they built the wall tomorrow and started repelling people at the border, that's not going to happen though. And even if it did, it's only going to take 2,000 years and $30 trillion. So, uh, what I'm saying, guys, is it, is it looks to be just pretty much what we're facing is pretty much a foregone conclusion. And, um, you know, the, the Lord um, is perfectly capable of protecting us and our families in any of our respective situations. But as far as the fate of America goes... Uh, I don't see what could turn this back at this point. There's just too many things going on, too many things we're documenting on, on a week-to-week -week basis for me to think that um, it's just kind of a matter of time before they finally drop the hammer because they've been pre-positioning so many different things, so many different technologies, so many different things like the illegal alien invaders and the Muslims and, and the, the Russian and the Chinese troops and all the stuff they're doing to kill us off for so long, for so many decades, but they still haven't actually pulled the hammer yet to actually, uh, and I think a big reason, well, God's mercy, but also knowing that the American populace, the, the patriot community is armed uh, on a level that no other country is on the planet. And the stockpiles and, and the prepping that's went on, they're, they're aware of that as well. So what they're doing is they're trying to make sure that when they actually implement this when they actually pull the trigger they've got as many things stacked in their favor as possible just they're literally dumping guatemala and el salvador there's cities now that there's, there's towns and villages there's nobody left they're all they're all heading here so and as a little uh by blurb here remember the 20 guys from the uh, from the Congo, they found at the border, three of them tested for Ebola. Yeah, I have an update on that. Go ahead. 
No, I, I was going to say, I haven't, I haven't heard a, a word from it. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I have to tell you, Paul, the... Um, I can't say the agency, but someone I talk to on a regular basis who I will be calling tomorrow about this, um, he told me that they ended up missing. I had a DEA agent tell me the same thing, and I can mention his um, agency affiliation. Um, and now, here's the latest. This came to me, I had a conversation with... Um, ex-special forces and uh, an agency I can't mention um, and both people they told me about Operation Nitro Zeus is how they're going to take down Iran and I got the details there that's actually coming out in an article here very quickly but the other thing that they said was um, in a um, in a nine was a 12 mile straight line outside El Paso they catch a thousand illegals a day. That doesn't say what they don't catch, and they only have two border patrol agents on patrol. Um, it's insanity. So, Paul, let me ask you this question because this kind of goes back to immigration issues too. How many third world immigrants can we take in until we're the next third world country? I think we're already. I mean, if if you look, that I mean, in your article today. You, put out a lot of economic numbers, people out of work. We've got 100 million people that don't have $400 in reserves, blah, 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 blah. I, mean, well, I think we're already there. We are for a good portion of America. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I mean, one statistic I gave was 60% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Actually, it was 59.6, so I rounded it up. Forgive me. And then 25% um, uh, of America doesn't have a bank account. I mean, that's pretty telling, Paul, when you don't have a bank account. So I, I hear what you're saying. I want to talk a little bit about the Laramie source for a second. And we like to develop nicknames for people because often we can't mention agencies or names because it would compromise them to a high degree. And we don't want to put their career or even their lives at risk. And the reason that we get sources to come to us is because, well, it's, it's simple. It's because Paul and I know how to keep our mouth shut, and we know how to keep confidences, and we've never betrayed it. And, and people in the intel community respect that, and we get more and more people coming to us. But the Laramie source has been with us before, and his work before we confirmed. You remember, Paul, he said um, outside Rollins, Wyoming, and also Cheyenne, and then we discovered it was true in Aurora, Colorado, there were um, EMP-proof communications antenna on top of fixed UN vehicles. Remember that? And when I published the pictures of it, you and, recall, yep. we, got, we got the pictures from him. So we've already validated what this source has given us on a high-level story. That tells us we're getting hit by an EMP and the UN's going to roll in and they're going to be fully equipped to communicate. That's what that told us. And are these their occupation troops? Let me ask you this. The person who gave you the information about the Kuwaitis and the Saudis in Laramie, Laramie, Wyoming, folks, listen to me, Laramie, where they just outgrew riding horses down the street. La sorry, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but this is an old west town. I mean, it's true to its roots. I don't I like riding horses down the street. Well, I know. I Listen, um, uh, when I was a JC player as a freshman, we used to play Laramie County Community College. 
and we'd go up there once a year and they'd come to our place once a year. I know Laramie. I know University of Wyoming. My high school coach was the head men's basketball coach there for a while. Uh, his name was Jim Brandenburg. I know the area well. And, and Paul, when we say Laramie, Wyoming, and Saudis and Kuwaitis, welcome. I mean, you know, no, no offense to anybody, but, I mean, talk about a fish out of water. But let me ask you this question. Did your source tell you that these people, let me guess, they're almost exclusively, if not entirely, male, they're athletic, and they look like they could be professional soccer players, and they are in their 20s and early 30s. How am I doing? Dead on. Yeah, yeah. He said uh, a a very large amount of students at college in Laramie are Arabic, and he tracked all of them down. And they're and again, I say these guys are supposed to be students. None of them are enrolled in the University of Lar- in Laramie. What? No. Oh boy! Does nine eleven pop up in your head at all? Yeah, and I'm real close to it. But yeah, he said all 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 of these Arabics in in the area that are claiming to be students, none of them are enlisted in school. Holy poop, Batman! <laughs> this is this is amazing. How do they get here? Does he know? No, sir. They were just they were just there. I've received so many reports from this area. In Rollins a few years ago, I don't know if you recall the article I wrote, but they had done a DHS terrorist drill at the Rollins Fairgrounds. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember, and I had I had the flyer from it. I posted on my website at thecommonsenseshow.com. And um, the nature of the attack was uh, Middle Eastern sleeper cells. And they did the drill also at the old Rollins prison, territorial prison, which is now closed. And uh, this whole area, I mean, we've got the Gurkhas there. We've got uh, Russians that you've run into and talked to, the Chinese. I mean, it's like the U.N. is headquartered there in northern Colorado. But, oh, wait a minute, Paul. What do we know to be true? Washington, D.C. gets nuked. And what becomes the capital, Paul? Denver. Yes. And they did a drill. Let's go back down memory lane for a second. They did a drill in 2011 called Operation Mountain Guardian. Do you recall that? Absolutely. And I covered this extensively. And and what the drill was, it was bizarre, but Obama and other dignitaries, oh gosh, I can't call him a dignitary, but Obama and the other global elite, they all gathered at DIA, and they went underground for three days. And obviously they were practicing bugging out in the mile-long tunnels that connect to NORAD, Area 51, and all across the country. And who knows where they all went. They probably took a nice little tour on the bullet train that's beneath DIA and runs. Uh, You know, interesting, Paul. Do you remember when I came to Colorado with JT? Oh, gosh, what was it? Um, Three, four years ago. And we went to Chili's over by the Aurora Mall. Do you recall that? Yep. Yeah. And and, uh, I was in that same bar 
oh gosh, it must have been, it was before DIA opened, so let's say 25, 28 years ago. And I, I was sitting at a bar and I'm waiting for a friend of mine from high school to show up. And this woman at the bar starts talking to me and and ended up she was a backhoe operator and i says oh yeah you do construction sites well not exactly and i said uh, where, where do you do the backhoe stuff i thought this was getting bizarre and she goes i do it a mile deep beneath the ground i'm looking at her alcohol and thinking how much has this woman had to drink and then she continued to talk. She goes, yeah, I go down a mile deep. I have to be dressed in mechanics clothes. They search us coming in. They search us going out. No cell phones are allowed. Blah, 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 blah. This is the early days of cell phones. And I said, what do you do? She goes, I excavate. And I'm not supposed to talk about it. I said, well, you're talking to me. And she goes, I don't know. It just seemed like the thing to do. I mean, she was feeling no pain, obviously. But, Paul, DIA has been bizarre since before it ever opened and and then we got colorado and southern wyoming involved in this stuff now let's talk about operation mountain guardian remember real quickly they uh what they did a couple of things the dignitaries hit out but then uh, uh fema and dhs went around to the denver public schools and snatched up a bunch of elementary kids without parent permission oh did the poop hit the fan when the parents showed up at the stadium I remember that a reporter from InfoWars was covering this, and he said, yeah, they got crisis actors. They didn't need the crisis actors by noon when Johnny was supposed to be picked up by his mom to go to the dentist, and Johnny was at Sports Authority Field where the Broncos play football. Um, how bizarre was this? But, Paul, I think they were practicing for this time. What do you think? I wouldn't doubt it a bit, buddy. And I think that these troops up there are the occupation troops. I, I just, it, there's too many stories from too many people. And Paul, you're not the only person I get these reports from. Uh, the lady I mentioned, Jill, who lives up in the Wyoming, she sent me photos of troop maneuvers, and they weren't American troops, out there in the open fields in Wyoming, in the Wheatlands. And I'm thinking, what the hell? And they look like they're on war maneuvers. So you got well, it's great. I mean, if you if you think about Wyoming, it's it's just kind of an out of the way state in the news. I mean, who's going to think about Laramie? Who you know? Nobody thinks about Cheyenne or Wyoming or Wheatland or all that kind of. I mean, it's 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 just a great place to um, do some preps. Yeah, I, I I hear you, but a whole lot of weird crap is going on there. It just, it goes beyond the bizarre. Um, I went back and I looked at some of the uh, reports that we've done together over the last few years. And it's just one thing after another. But, Paul, no sooner will this come out. And I'll hear from five or six people from the area that go, yeah, Paul didn't say this. And they'll give me a different piece of things, Paul, that we don't even talk about. Um, people l confirming what you say and then adding to what you say. And we see it all the time. It's just that this is going to be the new capital. You know what it reminds me of? Did you ever see the movie? Oh, hang on. Go ahead. Let's go back. You just, I only got one brain cell left, but it's a pretty good one. Um, let's go back to John Moore in Cincinnati meeting up after his talk in Cincinnati and a recently retired 
CIA agent, and this guy's a listener, John Stell. And for those of you who don't know John, he was Special Forces Vietnam. Uh, he was Special Forces Intelligence, and he was highly recruited by the CIA. And so evidently this guy listened to John's show, and he introduced himself, and he said, John, he said, there w will be a nuclear event on the East Coast. He said, after that comes the invasion. And he said, America's done. And that's a quote. So if, if, they, if they black out the largest population base of the United States, which is Cincinnati, East and South, All of these cells that we've got around this country, especially here in North Colorado, I mean, they'll activate them. Well, I think I published the FBI notation of finding ISIS-based cells in Alabama. And um, people said, oh, that's terrible. We need to find out if there's more. <laughs> Hello. And maybe the only truthful statement made by James Comey in the last 20 years, as FBI director on July 4th, 2016, he said there are ISIS terror cells, sleeper cells, in all 50 states. Yep. Thought, well, even in Alaska. Well, go on vacation to Hawaii. Still can't get away from them. So this, um, it's all going to come together. I keep calling for a... Tet Offensive, I said this is going to happen, where we're going to get attacked on the same day by these multiple cells, and this country is going to be in crisis like we've never, never seen before. I want to throw something out, Paul, that I think, you know, I, I, I told you we're seeing if you'll pick up here. Paul, is that you? Hey, Dave. Hey, that, that was fun. I, I, I really yeah. enjoyed that, Paul. Uh, thank you. I think I, you know, did I make you mad? I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> just explaining to the audience here that uh, this this is a common occurrence. We usually have to do one or two reconnects every time that we do a show together. And I lost my train of thought. Where was I at when we got cut off? Uh, we were talking about um, the former criminal director Comey of the FBI talking about that there are terror cells in all 50 states. Yes. Yeah, that's probably, like I said, probably the only truthful thing that that man has ever said um, really interesting to me, though, that when we take a look at this situation, that uh, we're finding terror cells now all across the country. Uh, I mean, we had one, oh gosh, during the last Central American invasion, eight miles from El Paso, Texas, ISIS and the Sinaloas together. And it wasn't me that discovered it, it was Judicial Watch. And they had documentation. And people go, that's just not true. Well, okay, I'm sorry. They have documentation, and the doubters don't. Um, Paul, what, what, what? Give me your scenario of what's coming. You really think there's going to be a nuclear event in the Northeast? Well, the the the, the gentleman that was talking to John at at the meeting in Cincinnati, he said there will be a nuclear type event. Um. That could be anything. It could be a large dirty bomb. Could yeah, be yeah, yeah. A, a, an EMP, you know, sent off from a cargo ship right off the coast. It could be anything. But I had an interesting discussion. I was talking with my favorite truck driver that sends me stuff from around the country. 
He said, if they do that, he said, trucking will be decimated. Human nature says they'll go home to their families. If they can get to their families. That's my point, exactly. If there's no electricity, if they can't pump fuel, you don't get any food, you don't get any pharmaceuticals. I mean, you'll get what is available, you know, west of the Mississippi, but how long's you know, I'm, I'm wondering to myself, how long is that going to last? But um, with with everything we've talked about tonight, as, as we always do, you know, you guys, you guys need to prep. Uh, even more, even more now because this, with a guy walking up, you know, to a guy like John Moore and, and, and dropping that on him, and, and and we've all been been getting information of a possible EMP on the on the East Coast. Uh, I'm getting it too. You no, know, yeah, I, I I jumped out of airplanes for about 16 years, and you know, one of our old sayings was, "If you snooze, you lose." So. You need to um, tattoo that on your eyelids. My favorite John Moore story, and this isn't just Paul Source. I know John well. I used to be a weekly guest on his show before my schedule changed. Um, uh, tell the story about John Moore, his daughter, and getting a puppy. Oh, he called me one time and he said, uh, my daughter just called me and, and uh, she'd been looking for a puppy. And um, she saw an ad that she thought she might like to see the puppy. And so she contacted the lady and got the address and went to see the puppy. And she was petting and loving on the puppy and talking to the lady. And it was a really nice house. And, and she asked the lady, what, you know, what do you do? And she goes, I'm a UN peacekeeper. So she, she got back home, called her dad, and, and, you know, told him the story and said, Dad, I don't know what they pay UN peacekeepers, but ain't enough money for that house. So they, they, you know, they've been seed planting these pl- people all over the country with, you know, the housing market down and and you know millions of homes just sitting there and stuff like that. So, the you know the the numbers are mind-boggling to me personally. I think they're mind-boggling to anybody. Um, it's an amazing story that speaks to what we know to be true. And we know an EMP is going to be part of it in this area. There's absolutely no question in your area. There's no doubt. But, um, Paul, the bottom line is, with all this, is we've talked about this before. Um, these terrorist cells are going to wreak havoc. Do you recall the last Central American invasion, and I was focused on the Walmarts and what was the real purpose behind closing the Walmarts? It sure wasn't their bathrooms. It doesn't take six months to do a rework on a bathroom. And I was contacted by a high-ranking official in the Texas Rangers. He said, Dave, forget the Walmarts. You're going down the wrong avenue. He said, there's enough terrorists here that they can probably take over a dozen or more small Texas cities and kill all the police. Do you recall that? Absolutely. Paul, that's what we have here, but I think we have it all across the country. I mean, let's just do the math, okay? In the El Paso sector, in a 12-mile range where 1,000 illegals are being caught a day in a 12-mile range, that's it, just 12 miles, that's it. I mean, that doesn't include the entire sector, 1,000 a day. 
let's just say for the sake of argument, 5% of them are terrorists. Start doing the math, and they're sending these people all over the country with no screening. And I can tell you this, and i got to be careful because I can't say too much. I'm sworn to not give full disclosure on this because people will know where it comes from. But I've been told for various reasons I can't disclose that they can't even do full searches of people at the border. They're getting across without even being searched in many cases. That part I can say. And this is just how serious this threat is. And if just 1% were terrorists, just 1%, how many terrorists does it take to bring down a grid? About seven. Yeah, I know. I know. Paul, Paul, this is nothing short of sheer insanity that we're letting this go on. Let me ask you another question, too. And and, uh, God, I hope he regains his, um, his strength. But do you see Trump as being compromised Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. What makes you say that? Now, again, even Paul is actually getting the memo because up until this point I hadn't really heard him say anything derogatory about Trump. But now he's saying absolutely no doubt. Hodges is saying that. Glenn Kennedy is saying that. Stu Webb is pretty much... I mean, people are coming around, which is good. Uh, I, I that's, a, that's a very good trend in, in alternative media. JFK. I mean, oh, he's doing yeah. stuff. I mean, he's doing stuff that um, uh, JFK would have dreamed of. But I mean, if you look at all the, the the campaign and all the town meetings and all the huge stadiums and all the people and all the promises and we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, you know, lock her up in the deep state and all of that stuff. All that stuff's been done. The border is wide freaking open. New Mexico, one of my favorite states, because I helped guide big game hunts there for 17 years after I got out of the Marine Corps. The cartels are just, they're just, the border's open down there. I know. Border Patrol agent discussion with me, the guy who I've been speaking with now for five years told me that um, we've lost control. They can't even find places to house these people near the border, which is why they're shipping them off to the Midwest, the Northeast. And just a small percentage of them were terrorists. We're sending their oh, there cells. Was a, yeah, there was a piece up on, uh, I was checking the news at, at, uh, while I was at work, and, uh, and I, I posted it up on the website. I mean, there are cities in San, Sal- San Salvador and Honduras. There are cities that are empty. Towns and villages that are empty. They're all heading north. And that goes back to what this guy told John Moore. Nuclear event of some type on the East Coast and invasion. Yeah, I literally, and Kathy, when you listen to this, my apologies. I've literally been working wall to wall today. Paul, I haven't had a minute. I mean, I've been eating as I work. And Kathy Rubio tried to get a hold of me earlier. And she's two hours ahead of me, so I certainly can't call her at the time we're doing this recording. Uh, I will call her in the morning. But Kathy Rubio was someone who's been to the joint terrorist training camps 
set up by the Sanchez Paredes in El Salvador and now Honduras, and they train the cartels and Middle East terrorists together. And uh, they got this information is five years old. And Kathy's come on and given detailed descriptions. She has she knows people that work there. She stays in contact with. And I can guarantee you, what you just said is why she's calling me. Guarantee you. I could write the end of this story. We're gonna we're gonna have to get her on. Um, and do a, re a follow-up report with her. She is more tuned in in what's going on down in those areas than anyone else that's out there. Uh, Boy, some noise there, Paul. I hope no one's trying to break into your house. Oh no, I was just shifting around here. But no, I, you know, um, if you can imagine this type of invasion you definitely need a survival if you don't have a survival group and like-minded friends and plenty of ammo food water uh, I got it memorized food water guns gold ammo medicine tools and pharmaceuticals we've, yeah. we've got a lot of elderly out there that we have to take care of and and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, but how could you possibly know what all the elderly need with a plethora of, you know, however many pills they might be on? And this is why I've encouraged people for so long that if you're on any kind of meds, man, try to try to wean yourself off. I've, I've got, went over blood sugar protocols and things like that to try to get yourself off insulin. I mean, my, my grandma got off it, and she was in her 80s. She got off injectable insulin and glucophage. So she was in her 80s. And so I figured, and I've seen other people get off it as well. So this stuff can be done. Your, your body does not have deficiencies of drugs, okay? It has deficiencies of things like trace minerals and vitamins and other cofactors. And the drugs just treat the symptoms. It's just like putting a Band-Aid on the problem, and then they always create side effects and a lot of toxicity in the body. So, yeah, I, I would highly encourage that that same line of thought if if you need to know more about that just email me at the contact page the contact page is up and running now again at the at contendingfortruth.com it was down for about a week and there was just a little update that needed to be done on it so you can contact me through there and um if you do contact me just if you can keep it as you know maybe short as possible i'm, I'm just totally overwhelmed with with content um i'm doing now recordings on almost a nightly basis just to try to get uh, everything out and and because I can't keep up with it anymore it's it's just too much it's it's just beyond overwhelming the amount of, of wickedness that we're facing at this point and um, so but I do have files on a, just about every health condition that, that you could imagine to help with those things uh, I'll just let this play a little bit longer Charles, here. Um, the, I mean this East Coast event could happen at any minute I mean you've got a you, you, you've got a Democratic Party that hates this country, hates Americans, hates God, hates everything, hates apple pie, baseball, whatever it is. Chevrolet. And they're broke up. The whole, part, the whole party's in shambles. I agree. Baseball, apple pie, and Chevrolet. I do probably dating myself, but that was one of the old commercials they used to run. So uh, let me just look here and see where we're at. I'm going to cover one more part before we head to part four. 
And this was a email that I received this week from a longtime listener, Linda, and she said, um, I believe she lives in Idaho. While searching for a job, I came across these listings. Thought you may be interested and seems to validate your last teaching. I've occasionally seen military jobs posted, usually many at one time, and now they're at it again. And these are just some of the jobs. She, she gives you the links and everything for them. Uh, mortuary Affairs Specialist uh, in Pocatello, Idaho. Internment Resettlement Specialist, which is for the um, FEMA camps. Uh, I've talked a lot about that in previous studies. Calvary Scout, whatever that is. Public Mass Public Affairs Mass Communication Specialist, Radio Operator Maintainer, Patriot Fire Control Enhanced Operator Maintainer, Chemical, Biological, Radiological, and Nuclear Specialist, Fire Control Specialist, Multiple Launch Rocket System Crew Member, Military Police and Parachute Rigger. So those just are some of the uh, job openings they evidently have there. So that's all we have for Part 3, and we will go to Part 4 next. God bless you.